Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking, and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for tuning into the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a very, very popular topic, which is the myths about what you need to start an event planning company. The things that you have been hearing out on the internet, talking to people in the events field, things that people tell you that you need to start your event planning company. I have my event planning company since 2012. And the, the, the news, the information that I'm hearing out there infuriates me and in fact, shock me that people are actually telling other event planners that you need to have all these things in order to start your event planning company. And probably that's the reason why when people join my Facebook group, Events for Anyone, A to Z Guide to Start and Grow Your Event Planning Business, one of the challenges that they put in that stops them from starting their own event planning company is money, is funds, is inventory. And I was like, oh, wow, this is my main motivator to start my event planning coaching, my event coaching business, teaching event planners how to build and scale their event planning company. And also motivated me to start my own social media, my Instagram handle, and this podcast, you know, to be very honest, to bust the myth that what you need to start your event planning company. So the number one thing that all these people out there are saying that you need to start your event planning company is inventory. Oh my God, this, this got me so upset. So, you know, as I say in episode, in episode one, when I'm very passionate about certain things, when I, and when I am, uh, you know, emotionally involved in about a certain topic, I sometimes can get a little too excited. All right. So bear with me. <laughs> And I already said that this my podcast is not a podcast that you listen where to a lecturer who use a perfect English with a perfect tonation and very pre, very prime, very proper. No, I let I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I share with you my thoughts. Does it mean that whatever I say and whatever I think is the only way and the right way? No, I'm just sharing with you my opinion, sharing with you my experience how I built my event planning company into a multiple six-figure profit company, not just revenue, profit company going to seven figures very soon. And I don't even have any of these things that people are saying that you must have before you start your event planning company. So if you want to copy cat, find the right cat to copy. All right. So number one, inventory. No, you do not need to own inventory. Why? Are you an event rental company? Or are you an event planner? Do you plan to go into event rental business? Do you is that is that where you're gonna make money? So if you want to own inventory, I'm gonna ask you a few very simple questions. All right. If you want to own inventory, that means you constantly need to upkeep your inventory. 
Okay, that means you constantly need to keep abreast of what's the trend in terms of the decor items. That means you need to be constantly buying inventory. So what happens if that particular thing thing is out of trend? What do you do with that? Do you have a storage space to store all those inventory? So are those inventory crowding into your garage, eventually going into your bedroom, eventually going into your living room? eventually going into your children's bedroom, eventually going into your kitchen? Or did you even have to rent out a storage space to store your inventory? So you are incurring all these costs when you're not even making money yet. Does it make sense? No, it does not make sense at all. So why I, you know, this is the one thing that I don't understand. Why would other event planners or coaches tell you to buy inventory? when you are starting your business. No, you do not need that. If you get a lead and the client wants you, if you get a potential client or a client and they want you to decorate the particular event or they want a particular look and you don't own any of these, you go look for event rental company and you rent from them. And of course you're saying, oh my God, it's so much more expensive to rent than to just to buy it myself. Okay, if you to buy it yourself, you forgot those other costs that is going to be uh, that that comes along with owning inventory, okay? If you want to own tables and chairs, throne chairs, for instance, right? Right now, that's the trend. Pipe and drapes. So those frames, okay? A flower wall, a champagne wall, donut wall, anything that is big. And you drive a little car, what do you need to do? You need to go rent a truck. So that's cost there. And then you need to physically go set up. So there's time there and your time is money, okay? So if you rent inventory from a rental company, you just have to show up one hour before the event. So the rest of the time you can use to service your client and go get more leads, build your pipeline. But no, you have to be at the venue two to three hours in advance because you have to drive to the venue, set up, and then you have to drive back, okay? You have to drive back and, and tear down. All those are time. Time is money. And not to forget that you still have to upkeep, okay? Like linen. If you own linen, oh, God bless you. You have to wash. You have to, you have to laundry them. If you're doing it by yourself, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. So, you know, in your head, but you, 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 you laundry it and then you have to press those linen. Those are time too. And don't you think those time could be used to build your pipeline to talk to more potential clients than to stand there and iron your freaking linen? I, I'm so sorry that I get so passionate and you know sometimes my curse word comes out. So please don't be offended. I'm just very passionate about this particular topic that I am I am um, talking about. So you know, and what about insurance, right? You own all this inventory, you need to buy insurance. If you use your car to transport this inventory, your car is now becoming a commercial vehicle. Then you need to get a different type of insurance, okay? So you are saying that if you rent it from other companies, instead of you owning it, you are going to make more money. No, by the time, by the time you calculate how much you're spending on owning the inventory, your time, because you tend to forget your time is money. You only think about the cost of that inventory. You will end up making or actually making very little money or losing money. Okay. So that's number one. Inventory. No, you do not need inventory. Another thing. Number two, a venue. Are you a venue? Are you, are you a venue owner? 
Or are you an event planner? Why do you need to have a venue? Why are you selling? Eventually down the road, if you say that your dream is to own a venue so that you can provide your event planning services in conjunction to the venue, great. But if you're first starting your business, why do you need to own a venue? Do you know how to market a venue? It's a completely different marketing plan to market the venue versus marketing your event planning services. So, you know, there's so, so much cost involved in owning a venue. Mortgage, okay? Mortgage, utility, insurance, labor, all these are costs. You're not even making money yet and you're already in deep hole. How does that make sense? Doesn't make sense at all. So your job as an event planner is to plan events not to own a venue. So be very clear about exactly what type of business you want to build, okay? Down the road, if you want to own a venue, fine. But you have already created a follow, following people who has been using your event planning services. Now you have a venue, you can easily channel those clients to your venue now. So that it, it makes sense down the road, but not when you're first starting your event planning business, okay? Number three, office. Why do you need an office? The whole idea of being an event planner is the flexibility. You can work anywhere you want, anywhere you want, wherever you want, whenever you want, okay? You don't have to have an office. You're, and you say, oh, what, what, happened to a, what happened to if I want to invite my clients? You know, what, what if I want to have consultation with my clients? You go to your clients. Newsflash, your clients don't come to you. You go visit your client at wherever they want to be. If you want to meet up at Starbucks, meet up at Starbucks. If you want to meet up at a nice hotel lobby, meet up at a nice hotel lobby. Meet up at a restaurant, have breakfast, have lunch, have a drink. That's where you meet up with your client. Go to your client's office. You go to your client. Your client doesn't come to you. So what do you need an office for? Oh, but what if I want to do a setup for them to see how the event is going to look like? Maybe just a mock setup of the table. Then you go to your vendor, okay? You go to the vendor that you're using for all your decor elements. They have the space. You invite your client to come with you to go to your vendor's warehouse, to go to your vendor's office where you ask your vendor to do a free setup because you are working with this vendor to close this client or servicing this client. So you do not need an office. Office, a lot of times, is just for ego. Okay, It's just for ego. Unless you're building an event production team. An event production team, then... It's a different story. You are producing the event. You are owning inventory, right? Event production company, a lot of times, sometimes they do own some inventory. They have a space that they do a lot of setups. So that makes sense. But you are, remember, you are an event planner. Your job is to plan, okay? Your job is to go talk to your clients. Your job is to go meet up with your clients. The office doesn't make sense. You want to be able to be sitting on the beach, drinking a pina colada and still be talking on the phone, working on your laptop with your client. Isn't that the life that you want? Why do you want to go to the office? Why? Who's in the office? Who's in the office day in, day out? It doesn't make sense. Your client is not going to go see you in your office every day. You're making your client to travel to you. Doesn't make sense at all, right? So now one more thing, certification. Do I need to be certified in order to become, to own an event planning business? Okay, so I have been owning my business for over nine years, all right? 
since 2012. Not one time a client asked me or potential client asked me, can I see your certification? Can I see where you graduate? Can I see where you get your event planning certification from? None. Zil. Nada. People buy from you because they like you. People want to work with you because they trust you. They trust that you can do what you say you can do. They want to work with you because they like you. Because the personality is a match. They're comfortable trusting you. They know that you can do what you say you can do. What is the point of having a certification, but you have zero experience in planning an event? All you learn is just book from books, okay? If it makes you feel better to be certified and feel more confident, go for it. But it doesn't mean that you must have a certification, be, be certified as an event planner to start your event planning business. No, that's not true at all. All right, down the road, if you want to get certified, especially if you're a corporate event planner and you want to get a job in a company that does corporate events and they are hiring you as an in-house corporate event planner, then absolutely go get your CMP certification because that is going to help you get ten to $20,000 increase in your pay. Okay, but we're talking about you owning your own business, you owning your own event planning business. Your clients are not going to ask you, oh, uh, let me see if you have a CMP title. Can I see if you have your, can I see your certification? And then I decide whether I work with you. Your client's going to ask you, do you know how to plan this event? Can I see the events you have done in the past? Who have you worked with in the past? Can I see some testimonials? That's what they may be asking you. Okay. But not your certifications. Even as a wedding planner, no, they will ask you how many, how many weddings have you planned before? Have you done this, something like this before? They want to know more about your experience, about you, okay, about you, more than anything else about your certification, especially if your certification is not a well-known organization. If you get it from an ABC event planning school, what does that say? What does that mean? If your client asks you, oh, can I see your certification? Do they know who is ABC event planning? What does, what does it mean to them? Nothing. Nothing. It means nothing to them unless it's a super, super, super well-known certification school, which in this case, right, your client probably doesn't know because it's only well-known to you because it's in the events field. It's very well-known. Your client doesn't know what event planning school is super well-known because they are not event planners. They're just regular people off the street who needs help to have their events planned, right? So they have no idea who is well-known in the events industry, right? So, you know, for very, very rare exceptions, of course, they are very well-known event designers, well-known event planners, and they, and this client that you're working with wants to go with the fame and say, oh, you know, my wedding or my event is being planned by XYZ, who is, uh, who is a, a, a protege of this very famous event planner. Um, well, okay, your their event is not planned by the very famous event planner, it's planned by the protege of the event planner. I mean, if that makes you feel better to go take that certification, fantastic, all power to you. But it's not necessary to start your event planning business, okay? What you really need to start your event planning business is, of course, a working phone, a working computer, and a reliable mode of transportation. What else comes after that? Got to make sure that you know how to sell yourself. Number one skill that you need to have, how to sell yourself. Always be marketing yourself. Always be selling yourself. What's the number two skill? Refer back to number one. 
okay? You must know how to sell yourself. You must have a solid digital presence. When we talk about digital presence, when I'm talking about your website, I'm talking about your social media. You must be attending all kinds of sales activities that's going to put you forefront in the mind of your potential clients, networking events, trade shows, engaging in social media, anything that is going to showcase you and your company so that people will remember you when they want to book events, okay? Have a solid portfolio, doing, having great vendor venue relationships so they can refer you leads. This is what you need to start your event planning company. And this is something that you built while you're starting your event planning company. It's not one thing, let me do this first, then I do the next thing. No, you do it all in conjunction. You can already start talking about your event planning business even when your website is not up because people buy with relation and connection, okay? So go start building those connection and relation and then you tell them that your website is relaunching or it's on the way. It doesn't matter. They want to know that you have the experience, you are able to see their vision, you are able to plan the events based on their vision. That is what you need to start your event planning company, okay? Not, all, not inventory, not office space, not venue, not certification, all right? What do you need to start your event planning company? A reliable phone, a reliable laptop, a re reliable mode of transportation, and the skills to sell. Okay, having strong digital presence. Those are the things that you need and you can work on that while you're building your business. It's not that you need to work on one thing, then you work on the other thing. You do it, you know, do it uh, in conjunction, okay? And of course, a bulletproof mindset because when you're starting your business, there's going to be a lot of things moving at the same time. Not, nothing's ever, in a, nothing is ever, your, your ducks will never be in a row. Your job is to stay focused, understand your why, and show up for your business, okay? That's your job. So show up for your business, take inspired action, and enjoy the whole process, all right? That's what you need to start your business. So don't listen to all this other stuff out there on the internet or the people that you're talking to and you want to follow, you want to copycat follow or copy the right cat, okay? Find the right cat to copy. Find somebody who's already been through, done that and making a lot of money owning their own business and look at their business model. Look at if they own any of those things. Then you come share with me if all these other people who tells you to own all these things, where they are in their business, all right? So... I am busting this myth. I'm standing by what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. And I am standing by to what you need and what you don't need to start your event planning business. Very, very controversial conversation. But hey, I promise you, I will tell you the truth. I promise you that I will share with you my thoughts. And here you are today. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.